Let's get started into the message. Uh, we're going to go to 1 Kings chapter 21. It's been a long time since we uh, uh, brought anything out of the book of Kings, and uh, I love First uh, and Second Kings, First and Second Samuel. It is filled with rich history of how God dealt with his people back in those times, and let's just see what God speaks to us tonight. First Kings chapter 21, the first four verses. And it came to pass after these things that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, next to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Uh, so Ahab spoke to Naboth, saying, Give me your vineyard, that I may have it for a vegetable garden, because it is near next to my house, and for I will give you a vineyard better than it, or if it seems good to you, I will give you its worth and money. But Nabal said to Ahab, The Lord forbid that I should give the inheritance of my fathers to you. So Ahab went into his house sullen and displeased because of the word which Nabal the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. And he lay down on his bed and turned away, uh, turned away his face and would eat no food, poor Ahab. And by the way, he uh, he had he had a lot of reason not to eat because Jezebel was his wife. <laughs> Lord, God, let's bow our heads and pray. Lord, we come to you, Lord, tonight. We thank you and we praise you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for the services today. God, what we've experienced tonight, your blessings upon each and every one. Those that are sick, we pray, God, that you would touch them also. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen and amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, I want to speak to you on a, just a simple subject title tonight. There are some things not for sale. There are some things not for sale. Hallelujah. Um, I have heard some people say, well, Anything I got is for sale if the price is right, uh, and uh, and one in one sense I can understand that, but in another sense, I've got I've got some things that to some uh, some people may not be very valuable, but uh, there's no way no matter money could uh, could purchase that from me. Hallelujah. Sometimes I watch. Uh, uh, some of those uh, shows on TV, I, uh, you know, they got uh, the the guys out um, in Las Vegas. But I I kind of like I, I kind of like the Cajun pond stars. That guy's mouth ain't as filthy as that old man out in uh, out in Las Vegas. And uh, you see people bring family heirlooms into those places that has been handed down for years. And sell them so they can go and put the money in the slots or something else. And I wonder and I think sometimes, what in the world would make somebody want to sell something like that? Hallelujah. I don't have many things that belong to my mom and my dad, but what little I do have, what little was passed on down to me, amen, I would not take no amount of money, amen, because it just, uh, it means something to me, hallelujah. And um, so uh, uh, there's some people willing 
to get anything, if uh, sell anything, if if the price is right. But as we was talking this morning, and we know about the day and the hour that we're living in, and how the the world is getting darker and darker, God's people better start realizing something. And you better have some things in your spiritual walk with God to say, look here, this is not for sale. I don't care what the devil offers me. I don't care what he puts before me. I'm not willing to give this up for no amount of money. Hallelujah. I'm not willing to give it up for anything. Hallelujah. Now, <coughs> Naboth here, let me give you a little background about Naboth. Uh, amen. Uh, he had some property, and that property was an inheritance. Uh, and if you trace that down and study the history of it, that was in his family ever since Joshua led the people in the promised land. And um, uh, uh, when the land was divided out, it was given by Joshua, from Joshua to his forefathers. And back then, amen, they would not sell inheritance like that. Amen. It was passed on and passed on down. But oh, Ahab, he, he liked that piece of property, and he wanted it. To, but Ahab, um, Ahab um, uh, he told Ahab, Naboth did, he said, listen, I don't care what you give me. He said, this is, this is not for sale. And he refused to sell it. Hallelujah. So the story of Naboth's vineyard and how he refused to sell his inheritance to King Ahab, it reminds me of how we as believers today are under constant pressure to sell out our principles and our values to the whims of an ever-growing godless society that will cause us to lose our identity and character, which makes us who we are. Naboth's refusal to sell eventually cost him his life. If you'll go on and read down a little bit further, I didn't read the whole story. It's good reading It's, it's in, uh, uh, to find out about it and find out what happened to Ahab uh, on account of it and how his wife Jezebel came in on the deal. <coughs> Amen. But his refusal to sell, it eventually cost him his life. But his stand behooves us that no matter what the price, there are some things not for sale. Now, I witnessed some things here tonight as different ones testified and, and, and praised the Lord. Hallelujah. We look back, every one of us, over our heritage, and we think and we see how God has brought us, as I said a few minutes ago, a mighty long way. Let me tell you something. God has given us all things that's more valuable than money. Hallelujah. He's given us some things, amen, that's more valuable than anything that the world could have the offer. Hallelujah. Amen. And I sat right over here tonight and I witnessed a lot of things and I heard a lot of things. Amen. That is not worth selling to nobody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What God has given me is precious to me. Hallelujah. And it's life to me. Amen. And it's an inheritance to me. I'm not going to be like Esau and sell out my birthright over a bowl of soup. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. It's worth more. Glory. Some things are not for sale. I want to tell you two or three things that just come into my mind as I was thinking about this, as I was studying in my office this afternoon. Number one, my conscience is not for sale. Hallelujah. I love going to bed at night 
amen, and being able to go to sleep and not be worried about what will happen to me if I die before the sunlight comes up in the morning. I love to be able to lay down and go to bed tonight with a, with a pure conscience. Hallelujah. Not, not by my doing, not because of me, but because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But you know, a lot of people will sell out their conscience. I want you to look at the book of Acts, chapter 24, verses 14 through 16. Hallelujah. Notice what it said. But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets, and have hope toward God which they themselves also allow, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and unjust. See, we're not the only ones that thinks about that great getting up morning. Hallelujah. Pastor Paul thought about it. He said, my Lord. He said, look at here. He said, I got hope toward God, which they themselves also allow, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust. And herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and toward man. Paul said, listen, I can lay down at night knowing that everything's worked out between me and God and it's worked out between me and man. He said, there ain't nothing between me. Oh, hallelujah, I'm ready for that resurrection morning. Hallelujah. Paul said, I'm not going to sell out my conscience. I'm not going to get out here and find myself in a bunch of stuff. Amen. It's going to take my conscience and sell it down the trail. Hallelujah. My conscience is not for sale. Thinking about that same thing, I think about what was said, amen, written in 1 Timothy, the first chapter, verses 18 and 19, when we talk about some people, amen, who's willing to sell out their conscience. 1 Timothy, chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy. Now, we all, we all understand and know that, that Timothy was not Paul's Natural son, but it was his son in the Lord. Amen. It was a young man that he was he brought up and, uh, and, and, and training and teaching and sending him out to go to continue to carry this message, this gospel further. He said, I, this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage a good warfare, having faith and a good conscience which some have rejected concerning the faith and have suffered shipwreck think about that some have rejected the faith they sold out their conscience and because of that they suffered shipwreck he's not talking about a natural shipwreck paul knew what a natural shipwreck was all about he went through them amen but this shipwreck here amen is a spiritual shipwreck amen of their soul hallelujah and he goes on further down to say amen he calls the name of two who suffered shipwreck people who sold out their conscience my lord i remember <laughs> It didn't take it didn't take uh, my dad long to to straighten me up. Uh, I can remember, and this is man, this is way back. I uh, I hadn't even started school yet. I think I was I, I may have been around five years old, and we were standing in line at the grocery store, and uh, 
as I was standing there, of course, my mom and dad, they're putting the groceries up. I was standing there looking there at all that candy and bubble gum and all that stuff. So I just reached down and I grabbed me a bunch, stuck it in my pocket. And uh, walked on walked on out. Amen. Got in, got in the car. And uh, so when I got in the car, I couldn't hold, I couldn't wait, I couldn't hold on. So I reached in and I got one of them pieces of bubble gum. I unwrapped that and I just throw that in my mouth. And I was standing up in the seat right in between my mom and dad. Man, I was just chewing on that gum for all it's worth. And about that time, my dad, out of the corner of his eye, caught a glimpse of that. He said, boy, he says, where did you get that? Get what, daddy? <laughs> he said, that you got in your mouth. And, uh, of course, you know, I was, I was speechless. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he got to look and he got to feeling around. And, he, and not only was the gum in my mouth, but he found a whole pocket full of stuff. He said, young man, he says, me and you are going to have to turn around, going back to the store, and we're going, we're going, we're going to see the store manager. And I thought, oh, Lord, I'm going to be a jailbird at five years old. Scared me to death. My daddy taught me at a young age, amen, what, what it is to have a clear conscience, but, but also to have a conscience that's not so clear. Hallelujah. And the hardest thing that I ever had to do in my life was what he, he, made, he made me walk up to the manager of that store, and what I hadn't consumed and chewed away, I had, I had to give it all to him. But guess what? That was my last time of ever grabbing something and putting it in my pocket. Hallelujah. I mean, I learned, I learned the hard way. Hallelujah. But a lot of people, they will sell out their conscience. And Paul said here in verse 19, he said, Having faith and a good conscience, which some having rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. Oh, my I don't want to go through a spiritual shipwreck. Amen. I want to, I, I want to uh, uh, keep my conscience clear. Amen. Above reproach. Amen. So when I lay down at night and go to sleep, I, I don't have to be concerned about nothing. Hallelujah. I don't have to worry about nothing. I'm not telling you uh, this ain't got nothing to do with somebody being completely perfect. I, this ain't got nothing um, for some, uh, with somebody, amen, you know, just uh, uh, walk on out fault or, or whatever. But when, you're, when your life is under the blood of Jesus Christ, uh, amen, and you when you do make a mistake, you do what the Bible says, you confess your sins. Uh, if, you, if you do something to a brother or sister, amen, you go to them and you get it worked out, amen, and um, even if, you, you know, be willing to tell somebody that you're sorry, hallelujah, amen, glory to God. That's how you keep a clear conscience. That's how you keep a clear conscience. Some things that are not for sale, my conscience not for sale. Number two, my integrity is not for sale. Hallelujah, my Lord. A lot of people sell out their integrity. When I think about this, I've got to go to Job. And the conversation between him and his wife after he lost everything that he had. Job chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. Remember now, Job, Job done been attacked. He done lost everything. And he's sitting there. 
amen, with not anything. All the children dead, all the cattle gone, everything, and he's got bulls all over him. Then his wife said to him, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. She's telling Job to sell out his integrity. Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and read on. But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God, and shall we not accept adversity? And all this Job did not sin with his lips. My Lord, hallelujah. Job lost everything that he had, but he kept on his integrity. He wouldn't sell that out even when his wife said, go ahead, amen, curse God and die. Amen, you're going to retain that? Now, I found something interesting about that word. The word integrity in this text, uh, in the Hebrew, if you got a Strong's Concordance or uh, there, uh, as Brother Bobby's talking about, that smartphone can tell you, you can, you can look it up on that smartphone and find the Hebrew word for integrity there. It's the same word for principles. Principles. Do you still retain your principles? Satan is all the time loving to see believers throw their principles out the door and live life with no guidelines whatsoever. Hallelujah. That's one problem with a lot of folks today. They don't, they don't have no rules in their life. They don't have no convictions. They don't have no principles that they live by. They done sold them out. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of people in show business, they sell out their principles. I think about some of those um, uh, who... Uh, 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 who had beautiful voices, had great talent, amen, that are dead now. I mean, they, they, they achieved something. Uh, hallelujah. They gained a lot of money or whatever, but a lot of them winds up dead, amen, at an early age. Uh, amen. They sell out, uh, amen, the principles, uh, amen, things at one time they, they would never do, things at the places they would never go, but they sell out their principles because they see something else. They think it's a whole lot better. My sister tell you this, amen, she, uh, and she don't have no problems telling about it. There's an awful lot of principles that was instilled within her from my mom and dad, just like, just like me. But there was a time in her life that she was going to, uh, to, to get there and make it in the country music business. And she began to sell out certain principles to be able to do that. All she got up there, and she uh, uh, she went she went a lot, a lot of ways. She she was uh, a background singer and worked with um, uh, people like Kitty Wells, Porter Wagner, and and some uh, some of the uh, uh, the rest of them. But to be able to do what she did do, she sold out principles that that she was raised up with to do things that that she was taught that she shouldn't do. Amen. To take part in things she was taught. Amen. To never. Uh, she, had, she admitted admitted to me uh, uh, not, not very long ago, while we was over going uh, uh, at FAC when, uh, when she came, uh, came down with that cancer and everything, she said, you know, she says, 
mom and dad prayed and prayed and was so worried about our oldest brother uh, being alcoholic all those years. And she says, so was I, but mom and dad never knew it. They thought I was still the precious daughter. She says, but I got involved in so many things trying to make it in the country music business. She said, I was hooked on alcohol just as much as, uh, as your older brother was. And she said, Mom, Dad never did know that. You see, a lot of people will sell out their principles, their integrity. Hallelujah. Because the devil holds up a picture of something that looks a whole lot better. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, it's kind of like, kind of like the fellow, you know, got one automobile and looks at another automobile. He thinks that automobile looks better. He'll trade it in. But not long after he gets, he wish he had the other one back. I've been there and done that. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. The devil can paint a pretty picture. Amen. He can, he can bring a lot of stuff in front of you. Amen. To cause you want to sell out your integrity. But I, I stand notice to the devil tonight. There are some things I got that I'll refuse to sell. I won't, I won't sell my conscience. I won't sell my integrity. And I'm going to say one more. And I think about, I think about this and amen. I look forward to uh, uh, the time that we'll, we'll gain enough people that we can get back and get our, get our choir together because I think about that Wednesday night that we gathered over there on that lot. Amen. And uh, around that, that outside light on that Wednesday night and we, the song, song was sung, I Never Lost My Praise. You know what? I stand notice to the devil tonight. The devil, I will not sell my praise. My praise is not for sale. Hallelujah. I said my praise is not for sale. Hallelujah. It don't matter what kind of trouble or trial, amen, the devil brings my way. I ain't going to sell out my praise because my praise is more valuable, amen, than anything that the devil can offer me. Hallelujah. My praise will carry me through. My praise will get me where I need to be. Hallelujah. And that's what the the devil wants you to do. He wants he want you to sell out your praise. When you come to the house of God, the devil will get you, hallelujah, so tarred and wore out. Amen, hallelujah. He'll make your rear end feel like a thousand pounds where you don't want to get up and praise God. Hallelujah. He'll make your hands feel like, amen, they got three or four hundred pounds weight because you won't lift your hands. Hallelujah. But I'm telling the devil, Lord, God, I'm not going to sell my praise praise. Hallelujah. God deserves my praise. He's worthy of my praise. I don't care. Come with me. Glory to God. I'm not going to sell my praise. Psalms chapter 34 verses 1 through 4. Woo, my hallelujah. He said, this is what David said. I will bless the Lord sometime. I will bless the Lord when everything's going good. I'll bless the Lord when I don't have no pain in my body. Well, I done got to the age and the point right now, if I, if I did it, I never would bless the Lord. Hallelujah. My Lord, when I get up at 3.30, quarter to 4 in the morning, there's so much snap, crackle, and um, pop going on, I think I got a Rice Krispies back there in the bedroom with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I ain't going to sell my praise. 
David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall, look at that word, continually be in my mouth. I like what Douglas said a while ago in his testimony. He said, I like to testify here, amen, but this ain't the only place. Let me tell you something. The scripture that we quote a lot, that the Bible says that we're made overcomers by the word of our testimony and blood of the Lamb. The word of your testimony is not what you stand and give in the church house amongst other church. The word of your testimony is the life that you live out there in the world around those you work with, your neighbors and whatever, who sees your life, who knows your life. Hallelujah. My Lord. <coughs> I, I have known some people who wouldn't come to a Pentecostal church for nothing in the world. But I've also seen them same people when something tragic hit their life. Guess who they're calling for prayer? Guess who they're calling for prayer? Hallelujah. He said, I will bless the Lord at all the times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth in the good times and in the bad times. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Go ahead and put the other one, the rest of it up. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. You know, we ought to be out there, when we go out into the world, church, we ought to be bragging about our God. Amen. We ought to be bragging about God. Amen. Bragging about, my, think about some of the things that we have seen. I can't, rem, I can't remember their name now, but we had a couple that came to church years ago and uh uh she was uh she always wore a hat and uh uh and my i wish i wish uh, i wish i knew uh could remember their name but she came down with breast cancer and she wouldn't go and have done what the doctors wanted to do at the time she went on for uh for uh, for a couple years or so to the point she began to get worse and she was at the point that it was beginning to spread and uh she she said well go ahead but the doctors doctors refused to do it then they said it wouldn't do no good now it wouldn't do no good she came up for prayer over there on a sunday night does anybody here recollect this story I'm telling? And we prayed for her, and she went home, and she came back with the testimony. When she got home, the tumors that was coming out, breaking out on her breast, began, began to burst, and she began to get those big mason jars catching that cancer as it ran out of her body, and filled two or three mason jars full. When it was all gone, it was over with, she never had no, it was gone. Went back to the doctor, got a clean bill of health, hallelujah. And she's got a testimony to brag on God of some mason jars filled with that stuff that was taking her life. That's what I'm talking about. We know things that God has done, amen, that there ain't no shot of a doubt about it. Those kind of things we need to boast about. We need to brag about to the Lord. Amen. To let know, hey, God can do anything. That's 
He can do anything. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of people out there in the world that needs to be encouraged. Amen. They're, 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 they're down and they're out and they're needing something. Everybody in here, you've got, you've got something that you can tell, something you can boast about God that can encourage somebody else, that can lift somebody else up. Hallelujah. That can make them glad. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then he said in verse 3, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. I'm still talking about my praise is not for sale. This is all having to do with praise. Hallelujah. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. He said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from a double L all my fears. That's why David said, hallelujah, my praise is not for sale. Glory to God, everything that I faced. Why? How was David able to face Goliath? How was he able to face Goliath? He told it. He told King Saul. Hallelujah. When King Saul said, How in the world can you go up against Goliath? You're only just a youth. And Goliath has been a warrior from his youth. Hallelujah. And David said, Listen here, King Saul. He said, I was there and I faced my fear when there was a lion come. Amen. And there was a bear come. Amen. To try to devour, devour the flock of my dad. He said, The same God that delivered me out of the paw of a lion, out of the bear, would deliver me from that Philistine hallelujah glory to God I say that our praise should not be for sale our praise should not be for sale so we're going to magnify the Lord we're going to exalt his name because we sought the Lord and he heard us and he delivered us from all our fears if we all tried to tell tonight and I'm fixing to close I'm fixing to wind down and close if we all started trying to tell everything that God did for us, we wouldn't be leaving here tonight. We wouldn't leave here tonight. So, devil, I'm going to serve notice. Even though the world is selling out, amen, even, even, even though our uh, congressional leaders have sold out the American people, this one sells out for that. That one sells out for that. There are some things in my life that's not for sale. I'm not going to sell my conscience. I'm not going to sell my integrity. I'm not going to sell my praise. And you know what? Every one of us could add some more things to this message that we're, that's too precious to us from the hand of God that we say we are not going to sell it out. God has blessed me with it. I'm going to keep it. Hallelujah. Let's all stand together. Praise God.